The Will Cain Show podcast is presented by the Capital One Venture Card. Earn unlimited double miles on every purchase every day. What's in your wallet? All right, good stuff here. Hour number two, the Rosillo Show, Adnan Burke and David Jacoby of Jalen and Jacoby coming up in about 30 minutes as those guys are here on the East Coast. And we'll have Adam Schefter a little bit later, college football playoff eliminator. How are you feeling so far? I'm doing great, man. I'm having a blast with you. And I'm telling you, this college football weekend could be one of the greatest ever. I I know it sounds like I'm just piping up the company, but honestly, these games are going to be unbelievable. It does sound like you're pumping up the company. (laughs) If it goes according to script, okay, it seems fairly straightforward. But if it doesn't, we have some chaos, my man. It's going to be awesome. People love that word chaos. I know. You know, can I ask you a question? People are addicted to chaos. Yeah, yeah, they are. Yeah, that'd be a good band name, or maybe their first album. Addicted to chaos. Yeah. Addicted to chaos is a better album name. Yeah, not not band as a band. Name. Like now, it's time for addicted to chaos. Like, God, are we still addicted to it? It's been ten years of this. No. Come on. You remember them from the first hit, addicted to chaos? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's a great. I'm stealing that. That's pretty good. Mother loves it. He's our music guy. He's all in on it. Definitely sounds like a '90s band. Bubba. I like it when Bubba checks in. I don't know. I wasn't listening to what you were saying. Oh, you oh, yeah, you were laughing. You were having a good time over there. We're talking really about some it. other things back here. What are you guys talking about? Laughing laughing about Dave Doran. Hey, wait a minute. It's a Tennessee jokes. Yeah, yeah. We got Outsider. We got Saruti. We got Bubba. You got three dudes in the peak of, like, life. just at their life. You're at your peak. You're young guys. What do you guys talk about back there while we're doing a show? You're not listening to the show. Most Mostly Outsider, making sure he's okay. Um <laughs> Because he loves to just drink Red Bull throughout the entire show, which is probably not great for him. So we're trying to look out for his health a little bit. How is your health? Oh, I'm on a Red Bull cleanse right now, so feeling great. So that's all you drink is Red Bull? That's pretty much all I do, 24-7. Ugh. Hasn't slept in weeks, but he feels great. Yeah, at least you're alert. <laughs> so that's that's good. Okay, all right. So that didn't... I was hoping to get a little bit more. You guys are making some Tennessee jokes back there? Yeah, Dave Dorn. What were you guys talking about? Stunt pilots? <laughs> no, no. No, never mind. Jeez. Starting over. Anyway, uh, we get the college football playoff eliminator here in a little bit. Um, okay, so this weekend, what would you do if Wisconsin loses? And I say Wisconsin losing just because it makes it more interesting, even though I'm less inclined to think that Ohio State's going to beat them the way I thought they'd beat them a month, month and a half ago. That Ohio State loss to Iowa changed everything. It does. And when you're hanging out with the guys, when you talk about Ohio State, yeah, do you still have dudes going, well, whatever, they're maybe the most talented team in in I don't know if you told no. the most talented, maybe no. the most talented defensive team. No, I think now everyone goes, I'm not buying those guys again. Like, I, I was all in on the stock. You lose to Oklahoma at home, fine. Baker Mayfield's a stud. It's going to win the Heisman. It happens early in the season. Urban's teams always regroup. The Iowa one, it's incomprehensible how you, your defense got blown out by those guys. 55, 56 points? That's nuts. Like, 55 points. Like, yeah. Wisconsin's not going to do that to you, but I don't believe now that if you tell me Jonathan Taylor puts up 200 and the Badgers win something like 31 17, I'm like, yeah, that's a convincing argument. And for those just joining, JT Barrett had surgery. Apparently, he's going to play Saturday. So, any issues about whether or not Dwayne Haskins would have to come in at quarterback, although he did to do a nice job, those have been quelled by the fact Barrett's there. But no, I think Ohio State, if they win, uh, there's going to be more doubters than there are believers going into it. Does that make sense? Right. But that means that they've eliminated themselves. Only. Correct. They've eliminated the Big Ten. So, do you agree with that? That the Big Ten is eliminated with an Ohio State win, no matter what else happens? I do. Yeah. Because I think ACC champ gets in, Clemson, Miami. I think SEC champ gets in, Auburn or Georgia. So that leaves you Big 12 champ. If Oklahoma wins, they get in. So essentially, yeah, if Wisconsin loses, well, you can just, there's only one spot theoretically to be filled. So then Alabama gets in. They're at number five right now. 
Like, I feel like Ohio State has more work to do than the other two losses. Is anyone, and this a lot of times this happens with where you went to school, Yeah, is anyone that is, maybe it's Joey Galloway, yeah. is he arguing Ohio State should be in with the two losses and a Big Ten championship over Alabama? He is. Um, he wait, is. No, I was going to say, he <laughs> he is big on conference championships. Cause I remember last year, he beat the drum for Penn State. And I was like, dude, you were like the guy. Like, no, Penn State, get him in there. Like, well, they, they did lose. Like, they lost twice. It wasn't like, oh, how does Penn State not get in? So he's he's big on the conference championships. So I will say that. He will argue if so, Ohio State okay, wins. But that's, that's a good sign because yeah. if he starts arguing Ohio State, everyone will just go, oh, he's doing that because he's a Buckeye. Correct. But if you're bringing up the point that he did the exact same thing last year for Penn State, that yes. shows that he's a man of integrity. So. Yeah, yeah. The two things I find Jesse Palmer and Joy Galloway big on, strength of schedule and conference championships, which is why as soon as Alabama lost, the three of us are like, oh, they're done. And I was like, oh, they're not what done. What do you mean? They're, see, you, you guys said that? Because we're like strength of schedule. Their best win is LSU. Yeah. And the Mississippi State, four-loss team. And then they're not going to be a conference champion. Okay, so Mississippi it, State does have a fourth loss because their quarterback's leg was broken off in the very beginning of that Nick game. Nick Fitzgerald. Yeah, right. Right. The I, Egg Bowl. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if they lose to Ole Miss there if they have Fitzgerald. My, my guess would be that they wouldn't. Right. I know it's a rivalry game, <laughs> and you have to throw out those records. But, but still, Bama's right strength of schedule, not strong. No, it isn't. But when you watch Alabama... Are we morons that think they're good? No, but they're not one of the top four right now. They you don't think help. we're in the top four? No, they need help. So Wisconsin played against Alabama, neutral field tomorrow. They're playing in Tempe. You're picking Wisconsin. Oh, man, you put me. Oh, you just said they're not one of the four best teams. I, I do yeah. think there's a difference. It's a moving target between most deserving and best. They're not always aligned. No, if, I think if, Alabama would win that game. Okay, if Bama played Clemson right now in neutral field, who? Well... Clemson. Okay, that's defense. fine. Defense. I like their defense. Better. Auburn, Alabama, neutral field. Tough to see Auburn beating them again, but they, they housed them. I that's think fine. Auburn. Okay. It was decisive. You think they housed them? Like, that was a 12-point loss that looked worse to me. Like, like you think they about were, Alabama. Alabama was up in the third quarter. Think about line of scrimmage. Like, Alabama doesn't get dominated like that. Like, Carrion Johnson's running down. Yeah, the I thought Stidham was even more impressive. Like, just when you think rushing, stop He's him. not like right. a rushing quarter. Okay, so Oklahoma, Alabama, neutral field. I might take the Sooners. The Sooners that's, defense, okay. yeah. yeah Sooners that's, defense separate game. I like Mayfield. But you're not taking him. You're not taking Wisconsin against them. No neutral field. I would probably not take Wisconsin against them. I I wanted to just to keep my argument going, but I'm like, no. You want an honest answer? Yes. But you're right. There's a difference between top four teams and most deserving. So when Kirk Herbstreit says on the Saturday broadcast, which was Stanford Notre Dame, yeah, and he's going, I look, I forget it. I put Auburn. I don't care about the two losses. If we're doing the four best teams, this is what the playoff committee says all the time. Yeah. Just put Auburn out there. Put him at number one. Um, the committee has Auburn at what? Two? Number, gosh, I, I love how this is so screwed up every single time. Well, I want to Auburn say is at two. two okay? yeah. So if Auburn were to lose a close game to Georgia, and you could say, well, you know, it was an SEC title game. It was a rematch. They hadn't played that long ago. It was only a few weeks ago. You can't put him in there. You can't put them in there if you had chaos everywhere else where it's three losses. So eventually, as my point has always been with this, a loss has to cost you something. Two losses has to mean something. Right. So if Kirk Herbstreit looks at Auburn and says, oh, I think they're the number one team, I think they're the best team, um, I don't know. I'm kind of surprised Oklahoma. Like, why would Oklahoma be behind Clemson? Yeah, I'm I'm all in on Oklahoma. Like, I feel like whenever they've had a big game, they've risen to the occasion, right? Ohio State like, winning. What's a worse loss Oklahoma's, at home, Ohio, like right, Iowa, Iowa State or than, at Syracuse? Right, Iowa State's better than we thought they were. After it was like, oh, man, Matt Campbell seems pretty good. They can do some things. Whereas their big wins, like Bedlam at Ohio State, like, they come to play. I guess I could do this all day. We know we could do this all day. Would you, would you have Alabama currently in your top four? I would have them in the top four. 
I would think that they were better than Wisconsin, even if Wisconsin won the Big Ten championship. And I would say, you know what? Wisconsin went 13-0 in, at times, arguably the best conference of college football in the Big Ten. And I'll put them in at 13-0 because I think it's close enough. Like, I'd be willing to reward them for being 13-0 and being the Big Ten champ, even if I thought it was closer than with Alabama. But today I would have Alabama ranked fourth with Wisconsin five. That's not surprising to me. I think most people would not have Alabama in right now because of the strength of schedule in the conference championship. I'm I guess, still put them yeah, I, I, I watch them most of the year, and I go, I still think they're really good. Like, I don't think I'm being tricked. Right. It's a rivalry game. Like you said, they were leading. It wasn't like they got. I think the people that yell strength of schedule all the time, like, let's face it, you just don't like Alabama. Like, do you watch them and go, <laughs> I know there's six teams better than them, seven teams better. I think there's four teams definitively better than Alabama. And if you're hitting send on that, is it because that's like, maybe, you know, a few of you think that, but I, I've, I've monitored this stuff long enough. Yeah. I know what the argument is going to be. And you're going to be like, all right, it's, it's a guy from. Big Ten country just dumping on Alabama. Yeah, there's no question there's significant anti-Alabama sentiment. That's true. Let's do the college football playoff eliminator. A couple changes you're going to make here. Presented by Dr. Pepper, the one fans crave. I'll give Dr. Pepper probably another read on that one. And we're going to hear from the New York Giants owner on what he regrets about the Eli Manning headline. Jacoby, a little later this hour, it's ESPN Radio, the Rosillo Show with that Inver. In life, there are talkers and there are doers. Sometimes it's not hard to tell the difference. Mike Bloomberg has spent his life getting big things done. Starting his business out of a one-room office, Mike built a company with 20,000 employees, all with good pay and quality health care. Elected mayor in the aftermath of 9-11, Mike got to work helping rebuild a shaken city, creating nearly 500,000 new jobs and expanding health care for nearly 700,000 New Yorkers. Now, there's a clear choice. Do you want a debater or a doer? Someone who can fix health care, who's done it. A guy who's unafraid of tough challenges, who has a track record creating jobs, who's taken on the NRA and won. That's Mike Bloomberg, a proven leader who can unite our country and get big things done. That's who can beat Trump. That's who we need in the White House. I'm Mike Bloomberg, candidate for president, and I approve this message. Paid for by Mike Bloomberg 2020. And now another edition of Obvious News from Geico. Experts now say that wearing more clothes in the winter will, in fact, help you be warmer. We asked cold victim Trent Patterson about this, and here's what he said. Yeah, it was the weirdest thing. I I was a little cold, put on a sweater, then wasn't cold. I was like, what? Also in Obvious News, Geico makes it easy to save money and easy to reach them, with licensed agents available around the clock. So switching is a really smart decision. That's Obvious News from Geico. Here's the deal. We got our college football playoff eliminator coming up. There's another segment that we kind of want to do. We're not sure that we can do it, but I think we can do it. You're skillful with these things. Yeah. Like when it's politically incorrect, I'm like, I don't think it's politically incorrect. It just has to do with race and emojis. Yeah. But, but my point is these guys are a little bit skittish. They're They're worried about it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I think we can still do it though. Tweet the show, 100flowers.com, Twitter feed, at Rosillo Show. Ring in the holiday season with BKs for, for, uh, for your friends and your loved ones. From 100flowers.com, when you order a dozen assorted roses for twenty nine nine nine, you get an extra bouquet for free. To order, go to 100flowers.com slash ESPN. College football playoff eliminator right now. Okay, this is brutal. I mean, just thought I was behind you. and Brutal then, or just tactical brilliance by me? Oh, I'm sorry. Brutal on my behalf. <laughs> brilliance on yours. I apologize. Uh, Adnan has Alabama, Clemson, Auburn, and Wisconsin. Beginning of the season, we drafted four teams, added, dropped every single week. And now I have Oklahoma, Ohio State, Georgia, and Miami. I'm in. I'm in trouble. No, your teams. There's a script that you can have be four followed. of the top five. 
while that is true, Oklahoma's a great pick. They're, they're going to be TCU. They're getting it. Uh, Georgia, I mean, that's... Yeah, I mean, it's... Who knows? Miami, mm-hmm. Ohio State's the one that I'm like, that... that you need Here's to the nuts. The, I don't think I'm going to make any changes. Right, because Ohio State could still get in. I think that's the weakest of your four, so to speak, but there is a conceivable way they get in. Right, I could drop Ohio State and then pick up... See, here's what's going to happen. If Ohio State does blast Wisconsin, right. there's going to be a big push. We're like, who's playing better than them right now? Like, <laughs> Iowa was... It was like three weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. But that's what's going to happen. People are going to be like, oh, you're getting hot at the right yeah, time. Yeah, peaking up, that's you know? brutal. Yeah, they they lost to Iowa three games ago. So, yeah. uh, I, I'm not going to make any changes. I mean, it's you're the only completely, way... I... Wow. All right, well, Clemson's the number one team in the country. I'm not changing that. Auburn's number two. I'm not changing them. Wisconsin's right now in the top four. I got to hang with them. I suppose they beat Ohio State. So Alabama, the only one I could change, but really there's no other team I'm going to take out to replace Alabama with. And they could still get in. Go yeah, ahead. I mean, unless I thought Auburn was definitely going to beat Georgia, but I can't. Like, what better chance am I going to have here? All right, Saruti so apparently wants to chime in. Were you upset I'm not taking USC? I think you're. Get, I don't think there's a move to be made. For either of us, right? unbelievable. Like my team is my list is awesome. Should we agree or disagree? <laughs> Ryan needs some things to fall his way that totally could fall his way. It's I would say it's like 60-40 Adnan right now. Okay. For Did you win. just ask him after we praised your list to praise it again? Because <laughs> he didn't chime in. I wanted to hear it from Sruti. Will you tell ar- Adnan his list is really good? <laughs> Great Sruti, list. Yeah, because Sruti's been the Thank architect you. of this. So I feel been like killing it all season. No, he criticized. Was, he was right. One time I had Penn State. Sruti goes, what are you doing with Penn State? They can't do it. I'm like, hey, right. So I want Sruti to vindicate me and go, no, actually, you played this brilliantly. Your list is awesome. That's all I was looking for. Good stuff. <laughs> Both seasons looming. Tune in Saturday night for the ACC championship game. Presented by Dr. Pepper. Coverage begins at 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio, ESPNRadio.com, and the ESPN app. So we have a guest that we were trying to book for a future date. And the the guest is not black, but he sent you a black thumbs up emoji. Yeah, so that's what that's what we were laughing about in the studio last segment. So I, I noticed something was going on back there. So you lied to me. <laughs> I just didn't know if I could if I if we could do this. Are we seriously We got the okay. I mentioned how afraid I was about everything yesterday and now this is another example is that we're wondering if we're actually doing something wrong by somebody who was not black sending a black emoji. Right. I'm going to go ahead and open up right now to everybody. I spread out my emojis ethnically all the time. You I do. do. I use them all. Okay. We are all equal when it comes to my emojis. I'll give you a, a black thumbs up. I'll go, you know, a different shade. Yeah. I'll give you a different shade of thinking, face. I want no one to be left out. Okay. So you go across the board. Yeah. I do tailor mine to myself. I always go consistently. It's like a brown. Which one do you do? That's so a brown not all the emoji. way to the right. No, no, no. Because I'm not that dark, but I'm in the middle. I always do brown. And somebody once commented, they go, hey, I like the uh, appropriate emoji. I'm like, well, yeah, like I'm brown. So I'm going to use my brown powers. <laughs> a brown thumbs up. I use it every time. In fact, if you use, if I look at my phone, like the most used emojis. Oh, wait a minute. The first thinking face is not available. It's only just basic as hell. All right. So if I go thumbs yeah, up. Yeah. Right away. The first three that come up for me, and these are all in light skinned brown, is thumbs up, uh, this AOK face, the fist, and then the uh, flexing. So I've got all four light brown shade. It's great. I'm like, yeah, specific to me. Okay. Even the thumbs down I have. So if you looked at it, I guess I, I got to find out which shade of brown. It's like the I guess third, third from the right. Yeah, you're not all the way to the right. No, correct. Yeah. So I wouldn't. Um, I understand why these guys found a little comical. Maybe somebody who's not black whatsoever going completely black. So is that wrong? I got to know that now because the way you guys freaked, well, is that it's, frowned upon. It's because I don't. 
I'm, I'm assuming you do this to people that you know well. I don't know him well. <laughs> It'd be funny if it was like a joke if one of my buddies. <laughs> That's a great point by Shruti. If it's a friend, that'd be great. Like if Priscilla did it back to you, like, yeah, it's awesome. Like, hey, we're good for tomorrow. He gives you a black pound. I'm like, all right. But if I don't know the person, I wouldn't throw it back to them. I'm like, that's kind of weird. What's this guy all about? So how did you respond? Did you go? Did you go? You got to go back with a black emoji. I'm like, yeah, man. <laughs> No, I just gave him a thanks exclamation point. No, you did a thanks? I exclamation did. point. Not a point, Sarudi. Sarudi, not an exclamation point guy. Sarudi has never used an exclamation point ever in text with me. So we're going to go like, thanks. I'm I'm much bigger on trying to like lighten up my texts. Yeah, you don't use any, like, you don't use any of those like, ha-ha's or No, I'm doing more ha's. Like, I'll just do a ha. Yeah. Gotcha, you, know? you used like, to do yeah. nothing, and now you go ha. You're like, yeah, I'll what? give you a ha every now yeah. and then. Are, oh. are people still doing the bitmojis? Outsider, how misleading <laughs> is the bitmoji about you? How hot is your bitmoji? Oh, why? Because I'm actually pretty handsome in my bitmoji. Oh, I see. No, I just I think you'd be a guy that would crank it up on the on the yeah, Jalen Hall level correct. a little bit more than you should. How accurate is this bitmoji? Yeah, I've got more much more hair in my bitmoji than in real life, probably. So that's not accurate. That's okay. But I'm looking good favorite. lately. Yeah. No, yeah, you've been looking terrific and we've we've all noticed. We've commented on the show actually about it. Yeah. I don't think there's anything left more on this emoji thing, but yeah. I, I liked that. And I think well, the best part of the show actually. So the consensus is Nothing wrong with it, and all of you can go ahead and do it. And Ryan does it all the time, whether you know the guy or not. Go for it. <laughs> Thank you, Adnan. <laughs> My stamp of approval. At Rosillo Show, 1-800-Flowers.com, Twitter feed. We got Jacoby co-hosting with us for a little bit. Maybe we do NBA. Maybe we do the giant stuff, whatever he wants to do. Bitmojis. Bitmojis. We also um, have to talk at some point about Matt Damon. Uh <laughs> Because something came up, and it has to do with stuff that we do here. Could you watch the worst thing that you've oh. ever done over and over and over again? Okay. So we're going to have fun here next hour and a half here. The Rasula Show, Ad Inver, ESPN Radio. Now that Human Resources Director Fernando Pino has Kronos for HR, payroll, talent, and time, he's completely crushing it. He even has his own hype song. Supporting our entire workforce, everyone has different hours, skill sets, and pay grades. Motivating and engaging our people every step of the way. Kronos. HR solutions for the modern workforce and the people who support them. Learn more at Kronos.com slash HR Swagger. I'm on the top. I'm gonna rise up. I'm on the top. Top. I'm gonna rise up. I'm on the top. This is a lot of fun. We've got David Jacoby with us here on the Rosillo Show and Adnan Verk. Of course, Jalen and Jacoby, they just finished up on First Take not that long ago. And Jacoby's part of the Nickel Package Podcast, one of our football deals. So it's mm-hmm. good to see you, man. It's great to be here. I invited myself. You did. It was a little oh, awkward. It. it was a little awkward. No, it wasn't. Sarudi emailed you. It was a little goes, awkward. No, no. He goes, we're going to have Jacoby for a while. I go, okay. More than just one segment. It feels weird, though, inviting yourself on a show. No, but we had discussed it at some point. Okay, I want to hear more about this, how he invited himself on the show. He reached out and said, I'm going to be around, and it was the first take deal. It's all radio shows stopping by, saying hi to the gang, and he goes, can I come on the show? And then he immediately followed it with the 
I hate when people ask if they can come on Jalen and Jacoby when they're in L.A. <laughs> <laughs> so not only was I at first, I was like, he's already taken any, like my defense, he's yes. worn me down. Right. He's, uh-huh. he's like, by the way, I hate it when people do it to me too, but I get yeah. it. But no, you don't mind. Yeah. Say no. no, we love having you around, man. So to be here. Uh, what's it What's it like to be back on the East Coast? It's great. This, uh, this show airs in the bars around L.A. Live. They, yeah. They put them on the, the news around. So it's like right around the time when I come to work. So I see it every single day. Oh, that's great. That's why you're huge at Tom's Urban. Yeah. Yard House. <laughs> yard, yard House is yard huge. House yard What's the feedback like around there? Like, are people pointing up there going, oh, okay, Ryan's looking bigger. No, just crowds gather. You know what I mean? Just, just <laughs> crowds of people gather around, like the yeah, cage on West 4th Street, just to let, just to see what's happening. Well, you when, know? You live, when you've had stretches where you've lived at L.A. Live for a week at a time, I used to be going out there all the time for yeah, work. Yeah. And so you were like, okay, today I'm doing Wolfgang. Tomorrow I'm doing Oh, yeah. You know? yeah. So, yeah, I, l- I like that little spot. We used to have it on the Grantland Show. The Grantland Show was always a lot of fun. Hair and makeup. You know, buy a nice sweater maybe at a mall. Mm-hmm. Dude, right. Downtown a lot more revitalized than people realize. Like before downtown LA was a joke, and now like, no, it's not bad. If you go two blocks in the wrong direction, it is it yeah. is like Walking Dead. Yeah, right. Is Wait, that dog poo or? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I saw a man sharpening a knife on the street, <laughs> in the middle of the street. And I was just like, what is happening around here? To Jacoby's point, when I would fill in for sports center for Neil or for Stan, one time we couldn't stay. What's the amazing hotel? There's the, the one Ritz. That, yeah, no, mm. it's not the Ritz, but there's one that's JW incredible. Marriott. Yes, yes. And well, that one was booked. So there was one maybe ten minute walk away. And I go, I'll just walk after the show. I go, oh, I don't want to be doing that. I go, I got to rent a car. They go, oh, it's L.A. I go, no, I don't. I'm just here visiting. They go, no, trust me, it's very dangerous if you go two blocks that way. Yeah, they won't kill you. They will sell you. And, go, and you're wearing a suit. You just finished doing sports. And like, who's this guy? Well, a guy with money who's worth a lot of money on the open market, mm-hmm. on Craigslist. Okay, uh, the Russillo Show brought to you by ZipRecruiter.com. Try it for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash Russ, R-U-S-S. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Russ. Speaking of Russ, I locked in last night on Thunder Magic. It was Ooh. the game. I didn't want any distractions Aaron on Gordon. side TVs. And it was the best gift ever because Aaron Gordon was incredible. But I think the conversation still starts around a Thunder team. And I'm not going to phrase it this way because it's inaccurate. None of us, I thought, thought at their best they would challenge Golden State, but we still thought it'd be better than this. Well, they didn't just challenge Golden State; they waxed Golden State like a, last week, and then they just turn around and lose to someone else. I think there's this: the question is like, are you concerned about the, how concerned should the Thunder right. be? What's the level of Blame concern? Very zero, zero percent concern. You're still at a zero. I'm Hang still a at bit. zero. I think I think this year, especially, we're learning that the end, like. The the because they shifted the season that this is kind of still training camp like you see it with the Cavs I think you're seeing it with the Thunder like I think that until Christmas like I'm not going to start saying this team's good this team's bad you know what I mean like, like even with, even it goes the other way too with like the Pistons right you know what I mean like do well, I the Magic the, do I think the Pistons are going to be in the Eastern Conference Finals no I don't right. think Tobias Harris is going to you know put the team on his back and take them there and with no. the Thunder it's I think they're just figuring it out you know it's just been. It's so. Here's the problem: is that do you think we're starting to realize that maybe Durant had a point, and that playing with Russ, no matter how talented you are. So when you looked at last year, you'd be like, well, whatever. What's Russ supposed to do? He doesn't have anybody around him. Okay, accurate. And now he has some better pieces around him that it doesn't really change anything. There is a, there is a part of you that's like maybe last year like is where Russell Westbrook is is best. When he has no help and there are no other options, yeah, maybe he had like the most maybe, fun. Yes, yeah, like maybe that right. was peak Russell Westbrook. Like that might be the, like the best Russell Westbrook year we get, the best version of yourself, because That's he's unburdened by like other human beings around him that can also score. Right. See, I guess I didn't look at the Warriors' regular season game and go, "Okay, that's 
that's what the, like I'm yeah. thinking in the play. I thought they could be maybe the two or three seed. That's what I'm thinking of. I'm still not enough to knock off the Golden State Warriors, but I think the rust stuff as we're talking about it. I normally will get a chuckle, but not think it's a big deal. I thought it was a big deal when Russ was mad that Adams hadn't taken that shot to get another assist, and that Durant and Curry both caught that and laughed, and laughed at back. him. I thought that was like a real thing. I, I, I would buy that because it to be laughed at by Steph Curry and Durant, right? Let's go. Let's go. Let's psychoanalyze this, right? Okay. So you are Russ, and you're there, and you're you're having a good game, and you want your triple double. You're beating this team, and then you're being laughed at by the guy who left you and the guy who beat you. They're giggling at you while you're while they're losing. They're on the bench giggling at you. If you're Russ, it's like, how can I win? Like I cannot win. I'm yeah, you're always going to be clowned me because I yelled at my teammate for not shooting it so I can get the tenth assist. <laughs> yes, and, and Durant's going like. Now you know why I left, right? Yes. And and that's I allow myself to have these irrational thoughts on all that stuff. Uh, we got David Jacoby, Jalen Jacoby, Adnan Burke, Rasilla Show, ESPN Radio. Give me your front row seat to the Jalen Rose Embiid stuff because now everybody loves Embiid. Well, everybody loves Embiid. Yes, right? everybody right. loves Embiid. It's not it's it's the personality first, and then the, and then the game second, and the game's great, right? The thing that he did on the JJ Reddick podcast, where he was like, "I don't, know, I'm from another country. I don't know why people think this number is significant. I have no idea." He, and this is when he said at first that he was at sixty nine percent health. Yes, right. and he said that to a female reporter, <laughs> right? And he's like, "I have yeah. no idea why people are laughing at this. Why is this a thing? I don't get it. I'm from another country. Like you are lying, Joel." And he went to high school in Florida. You are lying. Like right. you are lying. Are you trying to tell me that like you don't understand the significance of the number sixty? and you're not trying to be cute and make a little joke. So now, not only did you do something kind of disrespectful, and then you've doubled down by saying that you're lying about it. It's just it's just like, come on. So then Jalen was bummed out about it, right? And it's it must be a weird spot for you to look at Jalen as like a younger generation of people think Jalen's some old head who like doesn't get it. No, Jalen's not bummed out about it. Okay, but didn't Jalen say you can be more professional? Yes. That's what he said on Countdown, yes. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hard, to, it's hard to, to disagree with him on that one. Oh, I'm not yeah. even. I'm yeah. not even yeah. the defender goes. Yeah. No, it wasn't really a good joke. Yeah, it was yeah. like you know, it's a '69 yeah. joke to a female reporter. So, Jalen points that out, and then Embiid updates his status at 81 percent because Kobe dropped 81 on Jalen in his rap. Well, listen, I have a theory. Okay. This, this is a life theory. Here. This is what I'm getting. This to. is a life philosophy. Yeah, you can be mean if you're funny. You can be mean if you're funny. You know what I mean? Like you can say the meanest thing to your friend, and if it, but if it's funny and everybody's laughing, it's okay. But like that was it just wasn't that funny, you know? Like the eighty one thing sounds like Team Jalen over here. Oh yeah, man, that's just dude, Roger, my guy. You crazy? Yeah, yeah. What do you think about that? Jalen was completely wrong. She was out. Jalen, hundred percent. I understand you're recording this. You know how these microphones work. I think that the timeline of it, even though there's nothing you said that I disagree with, the timeline of it. Is interesting that Embiid's going. All right, well, what can I come up with? All right, eighty-one percent. Yeah, 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 right. And you're like, oh wait, you did that because of Kobe. So anyway, all right, we're gonna have you do life advice because you're not so only just an on-air talent, you are a leader of men. Mm. And I'm coming alive. up next, speaking of the worst or at your worst, and it may be the Thunder at least twenty games into this. I had this Matt Damon thought the other night, and I want to ask you guys about my Matt Damon theory. All right. It's right here. Great cheese. ESPN Radio. I have to go to the gym and untangle my headphones while warming up on the treadmill. And I'll finally untangle them four miles later, at which point I'm going to be real tired. Oh, yeah. 
Motorcycles make everything exciting. And when GEICO makes it easy to switch and save on motorcycle insurance, it's even more exciting. And once I put my headphones in, I realize my phone's dead. Then I get to run in silence. GEICO Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. We're going to do life advice with Jacoby. 888-SAY-ESPN. It's 888-729-3776. Were you an MC at one point? Are you an aspiring MC? Because the Obi-Wan Jacoby promo that you guys ran, because that was your name, right? I was Obi-Wan Jacoby when I was like uh, 16 years old. And you were a rapper or a DJ? I was a rapper. I was a rapper. But part of the chaos click. The Chaos Click from Amherst, oh, Massachusetts. Oh, wow. The Chaos. Yeah, People I don't know if you might. Chaos. Yeah, Chaos Click. I heard you guys earlier doing some. Yeah, 413, Western Mass. No joke. That's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Obi-Wan Jacoby almost wishes, it makes me wish it worked because that's such a good name. But yeah. you didn't hear it. I know. I'm not yeah. imagining it was killer, no offense, but I just kind of wish it had. We were good. saying an album good title. Branding. We were talking about college football. Oh, I, I listened to every second of every show. <laughs> Addicted and you to guys chaos. were talking about Addicted to Chaos. Yeah, I heard that. <laughs> Obi Wan Kenobi had, or Obi Wan Jacoby, excuse me. Yeah, come on, man. Come on, to man. man. <laughs> that guy wasn't a rapper. He was a jack. <laughs> yeah. So we'll do life advice with him coming up again. Triple Eight, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. Call on now to get in line with this. The Rosillo Show on ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Customers are switched to Progressive, save an average of $500. Call or click today and find out if we could save you hundreds on car insurance. We'll get back to the Eli stuff. We got Schefter coming up, the market for him if he's out. I can't imagine being Mark Sanchez and having to see the butt fumble come up in this new thing that we're doing, the worst plays of all time. Butt fumble, no big deal. No big deal. Yeah. I, I, it's like, it wasn't <laughs> even that big of a deal of a play. It wasn't even that bad. Yeah, they were a bad team, so it wasn't going to work out. But yeah, but it was right. just like, I don't, but I don't, I don't know why is this legendary like, event in sports history. The other dude and he fell down. The guy was pushed into him. So if you were. Sanchez, you'd go, yeah, that's me. Turn it up. Yeah. <laughs> you have to own it. Own it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it was embarrassing. It was humiliating. But Jacoby's point is accurate that it shouldn't be the sole blemish, the sole representative of Mark Sanchez's Jets career, which is what it feels like to some people. Like, yeah, Sanchez's Jets, butt fumble. Butt like, fumble. AFC Championship games. Two years in a row. Mm-hmm. Can't wait. Okay, so that actually is a great little segue here because I was um, stuck in a hotel, and I will watch – a really bad movie with no commercials if there's just one movie channel. Really? If I'm in a hotel, right? Because it's just, I can't, with the commercials, you're trying to fall asleep or something, you know what I mean? Like something good on TNT could be going on. I think I watched Why Him start to finish. Cranston, James yeah. Franco. Cranston, bad. Franco. He's a tech guy. Cranston's t- worst film. I'll send you a text. Yeah, Franco please. wasn't terrible. No, Franco actually was all right in that. Yeah. Um, when Matt Damon's at home and he's flipping through the channels, Maybe a little downtime for mm-hmm. Maddie D. He's got a big TV. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kids are off. 70 yeah. flat screen. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he's got but, uh, projector. Yeah. Get some wind pants on, joggers now. <laughs> <laughs> just kinda, you know. And then the great wall comes on. What do you think oh. Matt Damon does? You think Awful. he keeps it on there or goes, oh my God, and oh. changes it immediately? He keeps it on for a little bit. <laughs> he has to. He's like, this he wasn't to. bad. Just yeah. To, yeah. No, I, mean, it, I always, I always imagine this is like, I'm sure like week two of filming, it's just, everyone's just got to <laughs> know. know. I want to know that so yeah. bad. Like, like, like everyone's you know. got to yes. know. Yes. Everyone's got to know that, that this is going to be a bad film. 
Everybody has to. When, when Billy Bob Thornton was here, I asked him, I said, did you know Sling Blade would be a hit? He goes, no, of course not. How am I going to know this indie movie made for a million dollars going to win an Oscar? I said, if it's a bad movie, he goes, if it's a bad movie, you know, very early on. And you're like, let's just get through this sucker. I would love that to be a book, chapter by chapter, different movies that were bombs where people oh, yeah. tell you, like, oh, like the oral oh, history oral of why of that, this, that's why brilliant. This. So you think, see, I love your answer there, Jacoby. You think he Come watches on. it just for a few oh, minutes. Oh, yeah. yeah I, first of all, he's funny. We know that he's, like, he's, got, he's got a yeah. sense of humor. And he's I don't even funny. like doing this really about him. Yeah, so he's I like, Bad. So I think that he sees the humor in it. Like I think he, I think him in his wind pants, he gets a little chuckle. He's down there in the basement with his wind pants, drinking a Sam Adams or whatever. Does he text like, somebody? Look at that. Hey, look, the Great Walls on. No, someone texts him. He, that's how he. That's how he finds out the Great Walls on because somebody texts him. Right, HBO right now, buddy. Like, oh, yeah, hey, oh again. Remember this? Let me see that. <laughs> okay, see so that's 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 a great answer because there there's part of me. And yeah, because Matt Damon's funny, then he probably gets it and like, oh my God, this is that scene with the dragon where I shoot it with a bow and arrow. Like, oh my God. And, like, and then he goes, what the hell accent am I doing right now? What is this? Spice Miner, you know, Eastern Asia. Can you watch the worst thing you've ever done, Adnan? Oh, no way. Like, if I went back to so the stuff I did in Toronto when I was first starting out, what's the worst thing? What's the worst thing you ever did on TV? I remember one time I was finishing up a show. And and I said, <laughs> so stupid. I was like, I'm gonna ball up the paper, throw out the camera. I'm like, all right, time now for the finishing move. And they go, wait, the show's not done yet. And it was like one of my first shows. I go, okay, no uh, finishing move just yet. <laughs> so but we have uh, one other update: the Charlotte Hornets game. <laughs> <family>. <laughs> it just kill me. And for the next thing, I was like, hey, I want that finishing it. move. I go, no, that's odd. It. I, I just listen to this makes my skin crawl. Shoot like me. I'm secondhand like embarrassment. I'm like starting to sweat a little bit just listening to this story. Time now for the finishing move. No, not. This already went so much better than I had initially planned. I didn't know what his was going to be. So just to understand, this is kind of like if Saturday Night Live or whatever, the guy throws the pen yeah, yeah, at yeah. the camera. You went the pen's cost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. right. right. There's right. nothing right. more admin than he had thought out, hey, yeah. if I'm going to be on TV, right. I need practiced some sort it. of finishing yeah. move. Everybody needs a finishing move. That's going to be my trademark. Right. What was it? Uh, the finishing move was just balling with the paper and then throwing it. That's not your finishing move. That's that's Tony Reality's finishing right. move. Right. That's why. It was pre-Reality, though, I think. I don't no. think I was living. So Reality stole it from you. Well, I don't think oh, 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 oh shot. I got cut off. Who's got Reality's really number? Oh. So I couldn't relive it, though. If, I, if somebody showed it to me, like a big screen monitor, I would. Did you actually up. then do that on TV? No, I had to do the thing, and then we came back, and then I was like, all right, 10 seconds left. I'm like, all right, thanks for watching. We'll see you next time. And then everybody kept saying, hey, how about the finishing move? <laughs> 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 it didn't see me do anything. But then later I was like, okay. But I didn't refer to it as a finishing move. I just go, all right, have a good, have a good night. But then you didn't, weren't bringing it back. You were so horrified, bummed yeah, out, embarrassed. Correct. Yeah, and, and people would bring it, and like it was upset. Like I would be palpably upset. Oh. Like, hey, finishing move again. That's not funny, right? Like it's hard to be on air. Okay, these things happen. It's not that hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's so? Could you watch your Great Wall? Because that it's, sounds like Adam I nailed it. I couldn't. I was. It wasn't like my performance was so bad. Is I one time went on Sports Center with Carrie Champion and. I'm extremely sweaty as a person. Like Patrick Ewing is like, dude, you sweat a lot. You know what I mean? It's like, Steve and Levy it's also just, like that, yeah. I just got hit with it like on the air. And I could see, you know, when you're talking and like the person's listening to you, I could see her eyes go like around my face. And, and like, so Carrie's was, looking at your lip sweat. Yeah, it was yeah. head sweat, lip sweat. I could feel it. And I stopped thinking about what I'm saying. And I was stuttering. It was just like, I just wanted to stand up and leave and just be like, not only am I leaving this set, I'm leaving this company in this country. <laughs> Did you talk with Carrie about it after the fact? Was no, it like, she was so sweet. She was like, should we turn up the air conditioning or something for oh, you? Oh, she was pretending. And, uh, yeah. yeah. But like when, when I left the room, she was like, oh, my God, that guy. <laughs> Never have him back. Yeah. That Jacoby right. guy. Uh, 
All right, so we get Jacoby here. That was pretty good. You know what happens next, right? Mine, yeah, yeah mine is mine was bad. I, it was winners bracket, which was the Sports Nation version of the show that ran on ABC. So produced the agent, by the great Kevin Wilds. That's right, yes. Wilds is the best. Wilds. So they call me up. Agencies like, hey, we have a huge break for you. Network <laughs> television. I'm like, what? What's going on? ESPN's cool with it. Like, yep, you're going to come in the next four Saturdays for free and work with Marcellus early in the morning and do this. But it's going to take off. Obviously, that part didn't happen. But the mm-hmm. touchscreen would not work. I just couldn't get it down. Uh, I know that touchscreen. That's the Sports Nation's touchscreen. And it was just, I didn't have the touch. I didn't have the deal. And Marcellus, it was the whole day. And I'm anchoring. It's the first time I'd ever read out of a prompter. It was a disaster. And they're like, see you next Saturday. Life advice next.